Bilingual in America. Tunei el loga fi America. Bilinguismo negli Stati Uniti. Bilingue in America. Ser bilingue en America. Hi, I'm Yarina Sancion. Today I have the distinct pleasure of speaking with educator, leader, change agent, Loren Guerrero, New Mexico's Teacher of the Year for the year 2022, who speaks to us about being beautifully bilingual at any stage of one's language learning journey how she's left a lasting impact at New America's school, Las Cruces High School, with the grads program, and how this is just the beginning of her legacy work. Let's listen in as she speaks with me, Yarina Sancion. I had the pleasure of meeting and speaking with her at La Cosecha Dual Language Conference this year. Welcome, Lorraine. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to be here and to uh, have an opportunity to talk with you a little bit more. Yes, this is beautiful. So, Lauren, I've never actually met anyone who actually was named Teacher of the Year. So this is a true honor for me. And for our listeners, I always like to create a context for them. So could you share a little bit about your bilingual roots? Yes. So again, my name is Lorraine Guerrero. I get a lot of different um, pronunciations of my name because my last name is Guerrero. People want to pronounce it Lorena, Lorene. They always want to put a Spanish spin on it. Um, and actually, it's just a combination of Laura and Lynn that my dad came up with. But um, for my family, I am not as bilingual as quite a few people are. And when I say bilingual, in my mind, I'm thinking that I'm able to speak two languages fluently. And I struggle with Spanish because I was not brought up speaking Spanish in my home. And so my mom, her first language was Spanish. And my dad's first language was English, but his mom, her first language was Spanish. And it just kind of comes back to our family roots when my paternal grandmother wanted her children to be able to speak English. I had an aunt and she was bilingual. She struggled with the English language and they put her in special education classes because they thought something, uh, her development wasn't where it should be when in fact it was just, she didn't understand the language. And so mm -hmm. from my dad, he wanted to make sure we spoke English my mom, she says, when we were little, we didn't want to learn the language. And I'm like, mom, you're our adult. You, I wish you would have not listened to us or, you know, just kind of pushed through and said, no, we are going to learn both languages. So I do understand Spanish. Um, and then I am just like my students. I know exactly how my students feel um, that apprehension to try to speak a different language for fear of being made fun of or not saying something properly. And so that's something that I, I struggle with on a daily basis. I really appreciate that you're sharing this part of your bilingual roots. So often parents are conflicted with, you know, how children might be feeling in the moment or the circumstances of their lives, wanting to make sure that 
whatever happened in the past doesn't happen to you, right? You're not going to get put in special ed classes or because you don't know English. And so what I hear you say is share your culture, share your language yes, and grow it, right? Because it's worth it. Absolutely. And um, my own children, I have two young adult children, 18 and 23, and we are all at the same level of learning Spanish. And so my 18 year old, he just started um, his freshman year at the New Mexico State University. He says he can't wait to do um, overseas year or an overseas semester because he wants to go to Spain and learn Spanish. And I'm, I'm so excited about that. And my 23 year old, he has friends, um, his girlfriend's bilingual. And so he really is trying to just jump into that world and, and be able to communicate with those around him in English and in Spanish. So first of all, you don't look old enough to have two adult children. <laughs> Let me just say that since our listeners are listening and can't see you, that's one yeah. thing. But also what a beautiful lesson now you're imparting on your children in that we can do this is never too late. We're doing mm -hmm. it now. We're doing it together. And this is part of your legacy. Yes. And, and I, and this is something that I teach, I hope that I am teaching my students that I work with is being bilingual is so amazing. It's so special. And a lot of times for, I guess, people that I have grown up with that English was always kind of like, it was better for everybody, but it, for me, I, I think that learning two languages or knowing two languages is so valuable. And I even tell my own students, if we go to a job interview, you're going to get the job over me because you're bilingual and I'm not. And they're like, really, Ms. Guerrero? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I want them to be very proud of that. And, and that's something that I had kind of mentioned earlier to you when I met you at La Cosecha was... I work with the 21 New Mexico Teacher of the Year, Alisa Cooper de Uribe, and she talked about being beautifully bilingual, like being bilingual is beautiful. And, and I was like, I love that. I love that term. And so that's something that I want to put in our school, like just to have these positive uh, bulletin boards throughout the, the school that to be proud of being bilingual. We have to anchor in that, right? It's uh -huh. just, it's how we pass on the legacy. Yes. Very absolutely. important. So let's shift gears a little bit. So upon you winning the title of New Mexico 2022 Teacher of the Year, what a beautiful accomplishment. And I'm sure with every accomplishment comes new responsibilities. Yes. Um, what would you say are some of those responsibilities that you've seen to be the most important or the most impactful in your role as teacher of the year? So the state teachers of the year is sponsored through an organization called the Council of Chief State School Officers, and its uh, acronym is CCSSO, and they um, sponsor the state teachers of the year. And there are 56 state teachers and people are like, why is there 56? Because we are a part of this organization where we have the state teachers plus 
the territories of the United States have a teacher that represents them. And then the Department of Defense also has a teacher who represents them. And so that's why there's 56 of us. And it just depends on how your state runs the organization. So in the state of New Mexico, my year of service is a calendar year. So I start from January 1st of that year, which is 2022, and my year will be ending on December 31st. With this, the state teacher really is what you make of it. So the opportunities that I've had, people kind of just submit my name. I go to conferences, I meet people, I make network connections. I have friends throughout the state that are giving me opportunities to go and visit their schools. And so it just depends on on what I wanna do. I really wanted to make the most out of my year. And I'm very fortunate because I am able to travel. And I do have a sponsor who supports me in my travel and my professional development. New Mexico Oil and Gas has been a sponsor for the New Mexico Teachers of the Year for a few years now. That's amazing. And so you're able to use your platform and spread messages about being beautifully bilingual and growing your beautiful bilingualness. Yes. And in the state of New Mexico, we have several indigenous languages as well. So it's not just Spanish that is spoken here in in New Mexico. And so that always, I like to highlight that as well, because we are a very rich state in culture. And so some some things that uh, I'd like to... Some things that I feel that are my responsibility is just really elevating the teachers in New Mexico, the work that is done here in New Mexico with all the teachers and the public schools and the charter schools and the private sector, because we're all here for the students. And then my, I think maybe like the second most impactful thing that I can do is to really talk on the students here in the state of New Mexico. And what they're doing, how they're learning, and the different things that are being done to support them. I really love how you're using your platform to bring awareness, to educate, and to further your own awareness and and your own learning. You said that you were afforded the opportunity to travel and to also attend conferences. You'll always have this, this feather in your cap as you grow as a professional, as an advocate, as a teacher, as a mom, just like really be able to grow new skills from this uh, experience. Absolutely. And I have been working really hard. I just earned my master's degree in May and I have my degree in education administration. I did start off in the classroom um, at the beginning of the semester in August, and then I did get a new job as an assistant principal at Gadsden High School in Anthony, New Mexico. And so while I'm excited to be working in this leadership role, I still am a teacher. And when certain things come up, I'm already in my teacher brain thinking, well, would I do that as a teacher? Is that something I can do as a teacher? Is that something that I can ask the coworkers that I work with? And so I still have that uh, mentality. So I don't know if that's a, an advantage or a disadvantage right now, but I, I still keep, you know, what was best for the teachers and how is it going to impact the students learning? That's what I, I'm always thinking of. 
I always feel that the best leaders are the ones who keep their teacher heart intact. Yes, yes absolutely. For sure. So that's so interesting. So let's backtrack a little bit then in your career. And if you could share a little bit about the advocacy program design that you did on behalf of teenage parents at Las Cruces High School. Because I mean, I think that was a huge stepping stone to getting you to where you are today. Yes. And so um, I was working at a chartered high school in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And we had a high level of students who were dropping out because of teen pregnancy. And we were trying to figure out how can we improve our graduation rate? Well, I I talked with the administration and I said, I know where those students are. I know how we can bring them back if you will allow me to bring in this curriculum. And the curriculum is, uh, it's called the GRADS program. And GRADS is an acronym for Graduation, Reality, and Dual Role Skills. And so this program um, encompasses a curriculum, but it also, if the school has the facilities we can, a child care center can be put in the high school for the students. And this child care center has, a, it's, it's where their babies come to school with them. They have a licensed teacher, a licensed early childhood educator working with them. And so it's a little school and they can come in as young as six weeks. My administration said, yes, go ahead, do what you need to do. And I was able to put in a child care center at our high school. We had an empty classroom. A few teachers helped me clean out the classroom. We made some connections with early childhood development centers here in New Mexico in the county. We went through all the guidelines, expectations. Fire marshals came in and did the inspections, and we were able to open up a child care center in 2020. And so our youngest child was six weeks old. And she was there and her mom was able to come to school every day and everybody had great attendance. And so that's what I think was impactful when I was nominated to be the New Mexico Teacher of the Year. And, and that was that's kind of where my platform is, is to, port, to support students and to help them with these obstacles that they come in contact with and help them to overcome those obstacles. As you were talking... I just felt so moved <laughs> by your by what you did. And 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 Yarina, you mentioned that I, I look very young to have a 23-year-old, but I'm gonna have some people do some math. I am a grad's parent. I had my first son at 17. And so that is very important to me because I feel like that success of me being in that class with my teacher, Beth Parker it just catapulted me into understanding how important education was. And I always had the support of my parents, my mom and dad. My dad was an educator. My mom worked at New Mexico State University. So education was always important to them. And it was this barrier that I had come into contact with. And I, I had the support of a lot of people. And so I'm fortunate some of our students you know, in the classroom are not as fortunate, but as teachers, as, as human beings, as adults, we help our, we help those in need. And that was, that was behind it because I knew the impact that this program has. 
Well, I just tip my hat to you for what you did in your own personal journey and for what you provided for countless other young mothers so that they could fulfill their ultimate dream and yes. their ultimate goal. And what you did, you're a game changer. You are an angel. You are a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and, um, and I, I'm really in awe of what you created in a short amount of time. And you changed those girls' lives and those babies' lives for babies, yes. And, um, and so the grads program is for teen parents. So we do have dads in the program as well. And so they have a father mentorship program. The men that are involved in it, they are there to support the young fathers. And while having a teenage relationship may not be a marriage in the end, the parents are learning how to co-parent with one another and to do what's best for their child. So it's a collaborative effort that we have here in, um, in this grads program. What a impactful, important role this program plays for Absolutely. the whole child, for the whole unit. Yes. I mean, I've never heard of anything like this. And I'm just, I'm, I'm in awe. Thank you. Thank you for being that force. Yes. So, Lauren, you know, we're at the end of our time together. And I often ask this question, but I feel like you've already answered it. How else do you speak your beauty? You know, our hashtag is speak your beauty. Yes. Right? Speak your beauty. And I was like, can I make a bulletin board with that phrase? <laughs> well, I, I want to ask you, because you are already speaking your beauty a thousand fold ways, but how else and where else do you speak your beauty into the world? I, I, it's just working with these kids, just working with these students and knowing that every student has that potential to learn in in any way, in any language, and, and just to be supportive of them. And for me, I think it's important that they know what my backstory is, because sometimes we see these adults in these positions and think, wow, they have it easy when everybody has had to work hard. And, and I want them to know if they work hard, they will reap the benefits of it. Just beautiful. Well, it is with great honor that I just reiterate because you're coming to the end of your term, but we know that more goodness is going to flow out of you. Yes. And more impact is going to flow out of you. But I just want to thank 2022 Teacher of the Year for New Mexico, Loren Guerrero. Thank you for your time with us today. And thank you for showing us something else that's possible in the world. Yes. Well, thank you. And it's just being able to work with others. And like you said, just uh, speak your truth into the world. The grads program began as an in-school program for teenage parents and has since added on-site child care centers, career readiness, youth leadership, and fatherhood programs. What an amazing impact they leave. While Lorraine Guerrero is coming to the end of her term as Teacher of the Year for New Mexico 2022, we know that who she is in the world is someone who changes the rules of the game. Because let's face it, 
It's better when everyone's living their best life. Strong individuals create stronger communities. Speak your beauty. Thank you for your interest in the stories we share. By sharing, following, and liking our podcast on anchor.fm, Bilingual in America, and our Instagram blog at bilingualinamerica.podcast, you are speaking your beauty. We welcome your comments and feedback, and we appreciate your support. Follow us, like us, share us. 